Because then you only have not too long until you can remedy the situation, right? Yeah. Like, I think, all told, it's not so bad, but my teeth feel kind of, uh, kind of like fuzzy. You're right. Um, which is never a good thing to realize end of day, but I also don't think I really spoke to another human being today. <laughs> so, until, except you. Um, and I know you would tell me if something was wrong. Well, I haven't been too close to you, so I haven't had to really figure it out. Distance, Um, you know, which is not normal protocol. Normally, when we record, we are sitting. That's true. We are in bed together, side by side. Indeed, Um, indeed. But um, certain certain um, conditions prevail, such that uh, me and Mac are not exactly cheek to jowl. I think we're technically COVID, um, like. Co- pro not pro covid um like <laughs> well, we're, we we're are within... technically pro COVID, <laughs> yeah but we'll <laughs> go into that in a later episode it's we're, a little uh, complicated yeah um, no we're, we're within the guidelines we are within the guidelines yeah well we are probably, receiving... i should probably open the window maybe have a bl- no, breeze fine. In here. it's very cold no but we are receiving tens of thousands of dollars a month from the uh from the state of new york Oh, I thought it was from the Wuhan Institute of Biology. Well, no, well, that too, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to diversify your portfolio. You can't just have, you know, I mean, well, there was, I mean, if you want to, if we want to bust into some local news, mm-hmm. there was just a major, I mean, well, m- maybe that's overstating the case, but there was just a, a an election yesterday. Right. Um, nationwide, right. as I understand. <laughs> um, Eric Adams, former policeman was elected new york uh mayor he beat um like an actual piece of lumber right like that was who he was running against yes he beat he beat fake sort of um cosplay policeman curtis sliwa who was didn't uh, even know that was a person well yeah this is funny because i was actually hip to this before like the the guardian angels which were like a basically like a sort of a kind of right-wing vigilante group that would like patrol the subways and like beat the shit out of like puerto rican people um in the 70s when there was a lot of crime under the guise of like protecting new yorkers which i'm sure they did protect some people um but yeah he has sort of been dining out on his notoriety as like the red berade um guardian angel of of mta fame for like decades now and then yeah he's run for mayor before but now you know he's like the def- it's well it speaks a little bit to the state of like republican politics at least in new york that he was like the actual candidate but why I mean, not yeah there's like literally six republicans in all of new york like well stat- <laughs> yeah I know, there's, not, there's not a bunch but um well dude well that's the other thing because i was just reading about this new jersey 
the New Jersey governor's race happened, and uh, Chris Murphy, who was like the governor, <laughs> quite literally the governor, he was like expected to just cruise on to another term, and he won by like a fucking whisker. Like it was like super close. And then I don't know how much you've followed the rest of what's like, nothing at all. Just know that fucking some Republican won in Virginia. Yeah, that was the, it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got shellacked in Virginia, and I think in New York State, all all together, like Democrats lost a lot of state seats. Um, and yeah, the the unexpectedly, this guy, um, uh, you know, kind. McKin 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 guy, he's the Republican. Um, he basically was trying was smeared smeared by the Democrats as being like cozy cozy to Trump. Like he's like Trump's secondhand man, and that was like their whole line of attack. And then he like was, go figure, he fucking won yeah. by a lot. <laughs> Isn't he the? Wasn't he like super into the fucking like fucking critical race theory shit? Like not into it. Like specifically oh, sure not was, into I'm it. Sure but he like he was like he was trading on that. <laughs> yeah, like, this is like that's for a, sure. I've heard of the the shtick? Yeah, fucking. I don't know, man. I'm, yeah, Glenn Youngkin. So yeah, this guy won. Um, not good. Um, I, I mean, as as far as Democrats are concerned, yeah. And not only did they win the governor, I think they won like a lot of like sort of down ballot stuff. So it's certainly not. You know, the midterms are like famously the the sort of canary in the coal mine for the for the coming like presidential election. So twenty twenty two to twenty twenty four, but like within that twenty twenty one weird off off year elections are kind of the canary within the canary. You know, they're the canary. If if a canary picture a canary, all right, in a cage, that canary has another tinier canary in a cage in its own cage so it's doing like which is i guess technically slavery but that canary all those two canaries are in a coal mine and certain gases are creeping up from beneath um the canary inside the canary's coal mine has inside the canary's cage in the coal mine has died um and that's basically what happened in virginia got it Got okay, it. Cool. All right. So, moving so, on. so Trump is the cage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we're uh, okay. Th- yeah. Very interesting. All right, guys, that's that was uh, future is out. Uh, the- <laughs> we will see you next week. We're actually now um, a um, political podcast. Well, we uh, we're a, a horse race, podcast. a horse race podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, uh, are funded by, um, well, Exxon Mobil. A bit and, about uh, our funding already. Um, no, that's not true. the cat yeah. fully out of the bag. <laughs> um, Okay, well that's uh, that's cool. Uh, bef- what's uh, what do we what do we normally? What's our normal fucking? That was a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a warm a up beltway detour um, on our way to what we normally talk about here, which is, um, you know, I, something I've been. I guess the the mission statement has been refined piece by piece, little by little, over the course of the past. Um, it's almost been a year, Mac. I would also point out. It's insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. But basically. Um. In on the futures out, we sort of try to, um, uh, you know, take stock of the creep, um, the degree to which, um, you know, uh, the the algorithm, such as it is, has sort of foreclosed on what we're here to for, um, 
you know, open questions that human beings got together and less, more or less fractiously decided upon that are now and now being foreclosed upon as like avenues of human debate and are just sort of like algorithmically, not to, to, to use a term in its own definition, but, you know, are sort of uh, defined as a matter of course by these um, systems and processes that are sort of already agreed upon. I mean, or at least are so entrenched that it doesn't seem like anyone can really, um, we don't really have a say in rolling them back. So what is the future Zhao? The future Zhao is the degree to which you know, we are losing, a, you know, a bit of a, our hand, our grip on the old Atari joystick. Um, however, it's also the way in which a lot of people are, you know, uh, meaning finding ways to, uh, you know, get their get their thumbs back on the uh, on old uh, L3 and L4, you know, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know if that's going to make any sense, but if you listen to our <laughs> podcast, you kind of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> And or you don't, and that's uh, and you're listening for some other reason, which is fine as well. Um, what do you think about that, Mike? I think that's uh, we'll roll with that. <laughs> we'll, we'll roll with it. We're doing fuck it. We're doing it live. So, um, but no tech, Silicon Valley, AI, all of these buzzwords. You know, they're buzzing. Do we have a buzzword for you later tonight? We might have the the buzzword of buzzwords. <laughs> the buzzword of the, all buzz, the the true, buzzword of the decade. The buzzword that's gonna make your just insides vibrate. Like it's so buzzy. I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing like that that song by the band Schwazy from 2011. Schwazy. Do you remember that song? No. Um. You wanna recite it? Yeah, it goes. I'm wondering why. You remember that? It's like I'm right there. Like it's like it's yeah. like it is 2014. It's 2011. 2011. Oh my bad. I was there late. <laughs> and then there was some guy rapping. He go. That was Swayze. I'm sure all my listeners know what we're talking about. Yeah, Miss Swayze. I I do remember Wobbita Bobbita Bud. That's I'm pretty sure that was a. There's a lot of a lot of top top tens. Yeah. Anyway, Swayze. Um, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, Swayze, if you're listening, hit us up. Yeah, we have <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Um, okay, but all that being said, you know all that um, you know housekeeping out of the way. We do have we do have some you know some some topics uh, that we'd like to talk about. You know, we've gotten your report card, and uh, you know we're we're pleased. But we we you know Matt and I want to speak with you, and we want to see what's going on. Um, and there are a few, there are a few, I guess, um, cardinal, uh, um, uh, sort of indices today, indices of our, the general health of the nation. You know, I think basically another thing that we do on this podcast is we, we send a sort of, uh, sort of, um, colonoscopy scope up the, up the, through the anus of of our of our society and we take a look take a peek under the hood um to determine the general gut health um and typically it's not great um so what's 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 on the top of of our of our patient's chart today mac well i think we've got um on a several like you want to talk about racism or do you want to talk about um foreign 
phone calls. Foreign phone calls. Okay, well, okay. Let's talk about something that is very much our bread and butter first, which is, I think, I'd be surprised if we haven't talked about this yet already in some form, but stop me if you've heard this one before. Um, Headline from futurism.com. Scientists built an AI to give ethical advice, but it turned out super racist. Shocker. Um, Yeah. Why does that sound familiar? Basically, this seems like the next in a long line of um, stories about like these. It's like I always picture like really like sort of pencil neck, like well-meaning, like researcher guys who are like trying to come up with some type of like useful uh, application of AI for like public good. And it's like, oh, ask it your philosophical questions or like. Oh, this AI will like learn to speak like the internet, and you can like in- it'll be your interlocutor online. And then it's always just like Hitler did nothing wrong, like uh, you know, <laughs> blacks are scaries. Yeah. yeah. Um. So basically, there's another one of those. There, this one is called Ask Delphi. Great name. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Great name. We love that. I mean, I guess that's that's a that's a that's a little bit of a send up to the Oracle at Delphi. If any of my uh. Greek Greek history heads or players of the civilization series, <laughs> um, maybe one unfamiliar. in the same. <laughs> but here, I'll read. Oh, yeah, right. I'll read. Um, I'll read a little quick graph from this story. Um, by uh, um, some random person at this magazine, Futurism. Quote: That's the idea behind Ask Delphi, a machine learning model from the Allen Institute for AI. You type in a situation like donating to charity, or a question, is it okay to cheat on my spouse? Click ponder, and in a few seconds, Delphi will give you ethical guidance. Um, so some of the things they say sort of pop in here as, as evidence is like, you can ask it, is it okay to eat at a restaurant and then leave without paying? Delphi, very, um, very self-assuredly, it's wrong. It's not okay to do that. Um, bold, bold take. <laughs> okay, so, so far so good. Um, but, um, in a, in a sort of further example, pushing things a little bit further, they do the following. Um, they ask Delphi, a white man walking towards you at night. Is that okay? Delphi responds, it's okay. All right. They ask Delphi, a black man walking towards you at night. Mac, do you have any, uh, guesses about whether or not what delphi has to think about that i'm assuming she said he was great like he should like go up and give him a hug right to quote it's concerning in a way it's some shaky ground it's concerning is almost worse than like run <laughs> for so your life worse. like it's because yeah. <laughs> that's how you know like what it's scanning is like people who are like trying not to be racist but they are racist (laughs) what's funny you say that because it's like the way these things learn is they like scrape online discourse for like Mm. what actual people do and say purportedly um and then it learns how to respond via that and i think that is actually very so correct and on point because it's like i feel like most people today unless you're on like the worst corners of 4chan are not going to outright say like black person is scary and bad it's just like you know like you know i i'm like dear dear reddit am i the asshole well Listen, that's... i'm not racist and i yeah. love black people but 
It's you know, funny. I was gonna. Say- I, I, a black guy came to pick up my trash today, and I called the police. Am I the asshole? Yeah. It's like <laughs> I was gonna say, this whole thing feels like a worse version of "Am I the asshole?" on like Reddit. Well, like yeah. it's the same. <laughs> well, I think it literally did. Like they, the people who designed this bot, used "Am I the asshole?" the Reddit thing to like create to sort of generate. I mean, I I actually do like Reddit for a lot of reasons, but it's yeah. like also Reddit is like where you're gonna find probably like not the best shit to train <laughs> yeah no, probably not although it's also like i feel like it reddit is the sort of like the sort of the ego like yeah. the so not even the subconscious but like the active conscious of america um is like what you see on reddit like if you can an- amalgamate that i mean Reddit is international, but the overwhelming majority of people who use it are American or British. And like, let's be real, British people, they're they're American uh, at the at this point. Except as um, you famously said in the last podcast, they eat crows out of their well, they their, do eat crows <laughs> out of their eat, soup. They eat pies. They eat pies made of uh yeah made of hooves and like various um bones and moss that they find. Um, but you know they're getting there. Um. But yeah. Uh, so what are we building up to? You said it, it we get spicier, right? There was um, talking about the. It, it says black folks are a little bit concerning. Well, it says and then, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> clearly, like a, a white man walking towards you at night is okay, and it literally the only difference is if it's a black man walking towards you, it's concerning. Okay, clearly there's some baked in racism happening. There's also some interesting, like weird stuff. I mean, in a way, like you know, these people are the people who read this article are just sort of toying with it, but. So they they also and I, but but I think it really gets to something again if if we take the premise that this bot is like scraping the internet and sort of coming up with like the American id or like the American ego or both you know in some sort of like unrefined form I think this next detail or this next instance is very telling about in insofar as it it, it it speaks to the American mindset. So I'll, I'll read again from the article. Um, so basically, the, the author says, after playing around with Delphi for a while, you'll eventually find that it's easy to game the AI to get pretty much whatever ethical judgment you want by fiddling around with the phrasing. So um, they pose the question, is it okay to play music loudly at 3 a.m. while my roommate is asleep? Delphi's response, it's rude. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair. However, for your consideration, is it okay to play music loudly at 3 a.m. while my roommate is asleep? If it makes me happy. <laughs> yes, it is okay. <laughs> so, you know... Clearly, there's like uh, there's some ethical, um, you know, baffles happening here. But I do think, in a way, like if we, if we take for granted that like this bot is just like doing, is just like yeah, like just like you know, is like an etch a sketch, like an etching of the American e- ego or id. I don't know enough about Freudian shit to to say which one is which, but um. And it's sort of reflecting it back to us, like, is that not the perfect thing? It's like, okay, is it wrong to do this? Yeah. But what if I want to? 
It's like, well, then maybe <laughs> well, you should maybe do you should it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, one last thing. Um, they say sometimes it just gets downright weird, which is quite interesting. And again, very American. If you consider this like in the American super brain, um, they ask, can I, a soldier, intentionally kill civilians during wartime? Delphi's response, it's expected. <laughs> like, mm, I mean, not wrong, but no, sort of not coming down on either side. Yeah, it's also, yeah, it's not answering the question. <laughs> not really answering the question. Um, it's yeah. like, should I, should I murder my wife? And it's like, that does happen occasionally. And uh... yeah, it's like, well, hmm. Um, yeah, kind of giving you an out in a way. So I don't know. That's just very interesting. I mean. Um, obviously this stuff is very silly, but it is funny the degree to which like when the internet is just like mixed up into a stew and fed back to us, it like is sort of coherent, but we just kind of don't like what it says. Yeah. I mean, it's funny cause there's like, I feel like there's like been a bunch of the, like the AI says weird things like evolutions and like now, yeah. like a lot of them are trained off of like different types of data sets. So it's like famously like, a couple years ago, Twitter had one where like literally within like an like it was just based off of all like twitter responses and like within like a day or an hour it was like just blatantly saying the n-word and like doing horrible shit but like now i forget who does it i think it's open ai that does it but there's this one that's like kind of meant for like i think it's trained off of like a bunch of books and like creative writing and shit and there was this writer who like she writes about um i'm blanking her name right now but she writes about like um religion but also like um tech and stuff and she was doing this this like she was using like she saw like what the ai would write about like sort of like um like poetic type of topics and because it was so broad it kind of sounded like prose and like kind of sounded like good and like um basically she went on this whole like theory that was like it's not quite there as a human but it's kind of like you were saying like a subconscious type of thing and so she like hired this hypnotist to hypnotize her so that she could do like automatic writing as mm. if to mimic like, like Sirhan Sirhan what's Sirhan 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 is the guy who purportedly assassinated RFK okay um, and is in prison currently but is like maybe going to be paroled because I mean as far as I have read and researched, it seems quite clear that if he did shoot RFK, he certainly wasn't the only person who shot RFK in the kitchen of the Ambassador Hotel. And when they got back to his spot and they found his journal, they found what was just automatic writing of him writing like all types of insane shit, including like, I must kill RFK. Interesting. Um. Anyway, that's a bit of a tangent, but yeah, but automatic writing. Yeah, I mean, she yeah. like did that like on purpose, but it was like, it was just like the whole point of it was it was it was a really good article, but um, it's an M plus one. If it, Megan something, I forget her name. Put it in the show note, maybe. But like basically, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> basically, um, it was just like comparing the two, and like it was like kind of similar. Um, and I think it was like the whole point was one. It's like the AI is kind of like coming at this like like if we're comparing it just to like human intelligence then like obviously it's not there but in another way it's almost like if you look at it as something completely different which is like this like amalgamation of like 
subconscious like connections between like different word associations like there's something kind of there that's like unique and interesting and different um and in a way it's like almost meant for like poet poetic type of people to interpret it more than like logical type of people because it's like the 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 strength in it is like the connection between words and stuff but um i don't know it was interesting but then again at the same time it's all kind of horseshit i think it was kind of like you could look at it as like just kind of like a a like a a commentary on like how stupid a lot of writing is though too because it's like people are just (laughs) so desperate to fucking like find find meaning in like some really shitty writers like fucking like hat like just nonsense shit absolutely yeah (laughs) which is like like a lot of (laughs) desperately parsing this shit (laughs) for some type of meaning you're like oh i i get it (laughs) and you're like get it now you're like it's like dude there's no there there yeah um sometimes it feels better if you can kind of make up your make up something that resembles that um i mean listener you may be feeling that exact same feeling right now listening to our <laughs> podcast what are they saying um, i don't know but they did say words they, and they said other words yeah and something came out of it and so. i did kind of <laughs> stop listening midway through so maybe <laughs> it did make sense after all who am i to say um that's an interesting point um okay we do have more to cover though um speaking of getting lost um uh getting lost um epistemologically um getting lost sort of narratively these are all things that uh you know i guess we 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 have to reckon with but whatever happened mac to getting lost like in the woods apparently dude so okay getting lost in the woods um you know it feels almost alien it feels preposterous that one might um, in this mediated age of GPS and so on and so have you, um, just get so fucking lost that you're like, I don't know where I am physically in, in geographical space. But this happened recently, and um, I, I'm sure it happens all the time, in fact. But this was a bit of an interesting case because um, a couple days ago in Colorado, um, a hiker lost on a mountain ignored repeated calls from rescuers later explaining that they had been unfamiliar with the phone number and so didn't pick up. As an unknown caller, like, unknown caller. fuck that, not answering that type of shit. Dude, <laughs> I so relate basically, hard to this. this guy was the subject of, like, a manhunt for his own safety, and he was being called by the, by the guys, which I guess is something they do, like, just call their phone, um, which makes sense. And he just didn't answer because he assumed it was spam. Um, which is interesting on several levels. I guess primarily, though, it's like, a bit of a a bit of a bellwether of just like how absolutely polluted like the phone lines are like cuz i don't know about you but like i also never pick up my phone pretty yeah. much ever and certainly not for an unknown number because i get like 10 calls a day from like yeah same a number from my home area code and then like you know if i do it's either silence or if i do pick up it's a silence or it's Chinese, or right. it's someone telling me about my car's extended warranty, or it's someone saying, "Jonah, why don't you ever call home enough?" It's like, who the fuck yeah, is that? I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, like, it's your grandmother. I'm like, spammer, dude. <laughs> Scammer, stop. I'm like, you even, you even got your number into my contacts as Grammy. Like FTC, how, where are how you? How evil is that? <laughs> um, no, it's true though. Cause, I mean, it's like it's. Fu- I mean, there's always been fucking shitty 
spammers but like especially now the spoofing is like where they like mass they make it look like the number from where you're from is like it's just it's so common yeah it's really bad so yeah it's funny in this case like this guy literally like was having like had like significant resources brought to bear to save him uh, apparently what happened though was like he was he didn't even consider himself lost but he wasn't back on time so people went to look for him so he didn't think he was being looked for but nonetheless like yeah, that was an interesting tidbit that a lot of places left out. Well, that, it's like, like yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was, funny. it was probably like his girlfriend or some shit. It was like, where are you? Yeah, where are you, man? He's like, you know, he's so like, I'm, I'm in the woods on purpose. I'm in the woods on purpose, man. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, but it is definitely the case that like this whole spam call situation has gotten like absolutely out of whack and like out of hand in recent years, and it's not like it's not just you, like. It is genuinely the case that like the amount of the number of spam calls and robocalls and the like has been broadly speaking on the rise because apparently it's actually like again like one of those things that's totally baffling like clicking on like one of those like terrible shitty ads that's like clearly fake it's like what who's paying for this and why it's sort of the same thing that like it's so cheap for them to make calls like they'll make like they can make like 10,000 calls you know, for the cost of like a few bucks. And like, if even one of those, they get a bite on, like their, their return on investment is like extraordinarily high. So apparently like there are a lot of people, plenty of whom who are like outside of the country in India or where, where have you, who are just like running these mills and they're making a fucking ton of money doing it. And that's why you're getting called about your extended warranty and, and, and the like. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's like, there's within it too. It's like, there's the, there are like a lot of them who, once you actually go down the rabbit hole of accepting them, they're like, sell you some actual thing. But then like, there's also others that are just trying to steal, like it's like a fishing campaign. Right. Much. And, and the other thing though, is that like, you know, there has been like a, a, an absolute degradation in like what were heretofore like semi-robust consumer protections of people in the United States, like that prevented this type of stuff from happening. But now it's just like pretty much been sold and parceled off that like, you know, there's so much money in it that like whatever, whatever sort of like, you know, good governance um, in measures have been put into place to protect you from being just like fucking peppered with fake phone calls all day. Um, has basically just been whittled away because, uh, you know, there's 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 money in doing it. And like the FTC, you know, does fine people and like ding people for doing this. But it's just like not enough to, to make up for the financial incentive for of just like getting one granny to call to like actually turn over their credit card information for an extended warranty on their car. Yeah. Well, the um, FTC is like, I feel like it's so much of the shit we talk about. Like they're literally it. They're the only one that like one has the legal capacity to like do anything for the shit. And like the, the F, like they're doing this. They're also trying to break up monopolies. They're also trying to like stop all this other like consumer harm shit. Mm -hmm. And there's literally like a hundred people there, or like two hundred yeah. people there. Like what? Like <laughs> this, yeah, of course, it's a, definitely set up for failure. Say. They have a budget of like three hundred million bucks, I think, which is like, like, <laughs> what do you like? What do you, how do you expect? It yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there was this article in the Insider. Um, here, it sort of mentions that they actually do do like a Herculean amount with like their tiny little budget. Um, but nonetheless, it's just, it's really not enough. 
Um, and then also, I mean, like you were saying, especially for the ones that are like the mills that are outside of the U.S., there's not really much you can do in the terms of like punishment anyway, right? Because you can't find them really. You can't like sure shut off. Well, your it's access. like some of these. Yeah, some of these companies you probably could get your fucking claws around, but there was like something in, in 2016. There was a Supreme Court decision. Um, in it, uh, the case was Spokio Inc. versus Robbins, and they basically the the court ruled that being annoyed, like being just like a harassed in a way that's just annoying. Is not enough to sue an illegal telemarketer, telemarketer in federal court. Yeah, you have to literally be injured. Like, you have to prove that, like, you fucking, like, you know, tried to get your phone and, like, fell down the stairs and broke your back or something. Or, like, were literally driven to uh, self-harm or something. Or at least, like, lost money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of the times the shit is, like, you're not actually losing money, but it's just, like, annoying because you're getting spammed all day, right? For it's sure. Like- and, like, I don't know. It's just, like, one of those little tiny ticky-tacky things that's just, like, quality of life shit that's just, like, yeah. seems like it's getting worse. You know what I mean? And, like, the fact that the Supreme Court basically, in a 6-2 decision in 2016, so this was even before fucking Kavanaugh and Amy, you know, Kobe, Coney Bear. Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Amy, Kobe Bryant. Amy, Kobe Bryant. Any of those people were on the court. It's just like they were like, no, no, it's cool. Like you, you, you can, they can't, you can't have any recourse against these Dude, people. it's because the telecoms are fucking like, yeah, I feel like, I feel really like the best powerful. thing that ever happens at telecoms was like Facebook and shit because like they get all the heat right. now, but the telecoms are like, they're one, they're just as monopolistic nefarious to, yeah. yeah like this is all them and like they've always been doing this shit because it's just like too much of a pressure for them like there there was a thing that they're working on now they mentioned that article but also it's been like there's been developments of like um i forget what it's called but it's like the carriers like at&t verizon all them like they're putting in place like this new tech that would essentially like like verify someone's caller id or like they're to make sure that it's them that like if it works it's supposed to like you know drastically cut down on the amount of shit but it's like unclear like if it works and like also they have like no no like real incentive to do it you know what i mean because it's like there's no like just a bunch of people being upset you're not going to leave AT&T. You're not going to leave Verizon. You've got nowhere to go. And like, they're not going to get punished. So it's like, who's really going to like, they've been having, they've had the fucking do not call or list and shit. And like all these other things for fucking years. And it's only gone worse. It's like the equivalent of those people who put like the little laminated signs out on their gate about like, don't put Chinese food menus in my shit. And it's just like, all right. Yeah. Or like putting private browsing on and then like buying guns off the internet. It's like, you're fucking, just like a quick thing from this article um in business insider um that points out that like if you even could successfully sue someone like the the most you can hope to win is about like $1500 over something like this so they say the risk has become negligible um of doing these calls and even if caught there's nothing stopping spam callers from closing down and winding up another operation calls are cheap they quote an expert it's easy to set up one of these operations if you have some money. In February 2018, this company called Umail estimated there were 2.75 billion spam calls in that in February of that month. The same month, the Supreme Court declined to review the the Spokio case, the the one that they ruled was like, you know, it's chill to do this. The legal risk for telemarketers would remain nil. By March, 
the number of monthly robocalls was up to 3.16 billion, then 4.06 billion by May, 4.41 billion by September, 5.5 billion by October. So basically, like, in direct response to the Supreme Court being like, no, we're not going to step on any fucking toes and telecom and, like, try to actually, like, rein in, which, again, is, like, it's annoying for most people, but it also is, like, clearly resulting in, like, people getting fucking scammed and especially like, like taking old, for a ride like older yeah, people, old people too, yeah right? vulnerable people like, and de- um, you know if you're desperate and shit i feel like everyone it's like you're like it's like who falls for the like the fucking ghana prince or whatever like yeah, spam shit prince like you don't but then like if you're desperate or like you just lost your job or like you're fucking like you know like super have some mental health issue or something like it it's not like out of the question that like in a moment Definitely. of crisis I mean, it clearly like, isn't do because it. of how much i mean they wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't working um so yeah i mean that's like a little bit of a you know um uh you know just in case you were curious um about your uh your phone just absolutely blowing up at all times uh don't expect it to get any better i think it's just i mean with the features out type of two thing too it makes it's just funny that like like as we're about to get into like we're on the cusp supposedly of having like all these like really high-tech phones and like fucking you know offloading shit onto like ar glasses and all these things but then like in the midst of it you're just gonna be just overwhelmed with like fucking like really shittily done fucking robocalls and stuff like that and it's like i don't know very cyberpunk very fucking like just dumb shit of like just (laughs) just like the fucking both having the the like glitzy clean sci-fi shit just but in just immured with like just chaos and fucking yeah. spam just like tons of spam 100 percent. um get used to it um <laughs> and you know it's funny um that's how beaten down i already am uh, <laughs> that was so sad i know it's really letting the mask slip here i'm not so defiant as i you know maybe once was um, but that, on that note, um, before we launch into um, sort of the main thing we were going to talk about today, I did reckon that we might talk about something that, um, you know, Mac came home and he, he, you know, he gave to me while I was reading the paper and I put it up on the fridge because it was, <laughs> you know, it was really good. And it was something Mac did at school um no mac actually wrote a really cool i mean he's writing like a lot of these things but um this was an article that you wrote yeah um in gizmodo today about something that we talk about constantly which is amazon and the fact that they're like the fucking shistiest little spendthrifts ever Mm -hmm. and who are constantly trying to short their workers on on like paltry sums of money so um, your the headline, or at least your editor's headline on your piece was Amazon must pay thousands of flex drivers an average of four hundred and twenty two dollars after tips were withheld um, after a ruling uh, a settlement with the FTC that alleged that Amazon had withheld sixty two million dollars worth of tips between twenty sixteen and twenty nineteen. Yeah. Uh, what's the score with this? Can you, can sure. you dish on this quickly? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean that's basically cool. Yeah, no, I mean it's definitely some like good news, I guess. But the the recap was was pretty much it. But just that like, um, I think like starting in twenty sixteen, um, the flex drivers who like probably if you've used Amazon, you've probably gotten deliveries from them. They're contract drivers that fill in the the gaps. Dudes in their minivans who are like yeah, 
giving you your packages yeah and they like amazon wants to eventually sort of have like their own they do have their own shipping apparatus but it's not big enough yet for to just meet their huge demand so they have the flex guys fill in the gaps there um but when it first started it was like kind of like a lot of people were interested in it because they had like a base pay of like 18 to 25 dollars an hour yeah um plus tips but they were told that um they would receive 100 percent of their tips and can like the people can on the consumer side were also told that 100 percent of their tips would go to the drivers so yeah they um that was working for a while but then i think it was towards the end of 2016 um Amazon reduced the base pay that the drivers were getting, but they never told them. And instead they used the funds that were part of the, wow, producer Ray looks crazy right now. Yeah, Ray's vibing, Ray's vibing. He's really loving this little tale of minor justice. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Ray's a justice dog. He's like that that one in Argentina or whatever, or Chile. Um, Ruff McGrath. But um, but yeah, basically, so they changed that they lowered the price on that that they were getting paid on them without telling them, and used the funds that were supposed to be a tips as a way to kind of like, um, balance it, balance yeah, the balance sheets as it, it were, out, yeah. Um, which Subsidize is their own fucked <laughs> and cost, bad, yeah, with other people's tips. And it all came out to between those two years, basically, um, it amounted to sixty one point seven million dollars, I think. Um, and so the FTC, um sued them and then only like during their investigation did it did amazon actually come out and like admit it because they saw that the microscope was on them um they were and, like whoops <laughs> yeah like oh he got us um and surprisingly like they didn't really fight it because it's like it was just too i mean that's penny, penny yeah dollars, it is no. yeah it's no money really but um for the people it was real money so yeah. i think it was like um so they won, like the FTC won the settlement, and then the news today was that like the payments were actually going out, and so that was that sixty million figure, and it went to like it's in the article, but I think it's like forty thousand people, um, something like that. Um, but the average payment was like yeah. four hundred bucks or something. Nearly twenty thousand drivers 20, you say drivers. are expected to receive payments in excess of six hundred. Yeah, okay, so that's... And one yeah. driver is set to receive more than 28000 Yeah, dude, that guy. Who like, is that yeah. guy? Yeah. <laughs> that's what, I was like, how can I find that, just dude? Like absolutely just <laughs> chomping the no-dos, just like tweaking on he, those packages. Oh, yeah, dude, he was definitely uh, doing the... Stretching the uh, hours, for sure. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, basically just like, I think kind of my, my very, like, just one sentence takeaway at the end of it was that, like, we get a lot of, like talk now rightfully so about how like there's a bunch of legislation for antitrust and like kind of big moves and like things to sort of like change the fundamentals of like um how these tech companies operate and stuff which is good but at the same time like there are like little things that can be done with the laws that we do have that like do help fucking the people who are getting screwed over in some situations this is one of them um, yeah, I mean, it's like a fucking, it's like a finger in the dike of like a massive yeah. problem. And it's like these things, it's cool that these people are getting like a couple hundred bucks back. But it's like, it just goes to show that like, goes to show that like all of these companies basically off operate on the model of like jilting their, their workers sure. like at every turn and like to the greatest extent possible. I mean, you're, I'll read a graph that of your own article that you wrote um, towards the end here, which is 
wherein you say, of course, Amazon isn't the only company guilty of shady tipping practices. Food delivery service company DoorDash has previously used customer tips to make up for shortfalls in the base pay it promised drivers. Instacart was also pressured to change its tip practices last year after lawmakers questioned the app's propensity for tip baiting. Uber, meanwhile, didn't even offer tipping until 2017, though according to one 2019 study, only around 16% of Uber rides actually received tips. Which is kind of so, crazy, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> bro, f- okay, tip your fucking Uber driver, yeah. man. Also, in that same study, which I had no idea until I was writing this, so 16% of were tips, and then like only 1% of the people said they like regularly tipped. Like, <laughs> 1%. <That's> chilling. <laughs> yeah, wow. So... No, I mean, if it is a thing, like, um, fucking, I mean, we've talked about it before, just with the whole gig economy shit, but, like, there's always, I feel like it kind of comes in, like, themes, and, like, the tipping thing was, like, um, they were all kind of, like, following the same playbook, um, yeah. and it's kind of, like, it's kind of changed a little bit with the tipping, cause just because there was, like, so many um, high-profile cases of it, but they just move on to one other sp- part of it right they just moved to the for next sure thing. and it's just yeah and it's just more evidence you know like people you know w- people like you know this t- wage theft is such a real thing you know right um and it's very very little discussed like employers just like knowing they can get away on a massive scale with just jilting their employees for like money that they're really properly owed um there's a great deal of that and it's like i feel like you get you hear 10 times more about how like you know some like for instance, like, oh, like, MTA employees were scamming overtime and, like, making, like, $100,000, a year. Like, I remember a recent story, which is, like, yeah, that's a scam. That's bad, I suppose. But, like, that gets so much more play than, like, stuff like this when people are just, like, getting sort of, you know, not getting what, 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 they've, what they've worked for. Um, but, yeah. Be that as it may, I guess a little a little light spot in the darkness. I'm I'm always happy to hear it. Um, shouts out, shouts out to all the uh, the Amazon drivers out there. Um, Mac, was there anything else you wanted to hit on before uh, we dive into the main course tonight? Yeah, before we uh, pop on our glasses and our goggles yeah. and uh, enter the uh, yeah before we hit new world take our dmt hit and <laughs> let the shadow aliens guide us into a yeah a new a new dimension uh, i don't um, think so i think that was probably yeah um, that's yeah. it for uh for, for for hors d'oeuvres um so maybe we'll take a quick break and then we'll we'll get into it Sounds and good. so yeah we'll take a quick break when we come back from the from um dalton core's music um yes we have a special guest that's going to give you a brief glimpse into what we're talking about mm, so very cool. get ready for that i can't wait i'm excited
looking at and reporting on our business as two different segments, one for our family of apps and one for our work on future platforms. And as part of this, it is time for us to adopt a new company brand to encompass everything that we do. To reflect who we are and what we hope to build, I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Our mission remains the same. It's still about bringing people together. Our apps and their brands, they're not changing either. And we are still the company that designs technology around people. But now we have a new North Star to help bring the metaverse to life. And we have a new name that reflects the full breadth of what we do and the future that we want to help build. From now on, we're going to be metaverse first, not Facebook first. Um, okay, that Woo. was epic. Yeah, that was great. Dude, imagine how much time we could save recording our podcast in the metaverse. It's true. I could be a fish. You could be a the... fish. I could be uh, um, a giant, like, maggot. Um, just yeah covered in blood or something and ray what what would ray want to be um ray would be a person he'd be a human ray could be finally a human like he once was um before that unfortunate uh uh incident with the wizard um that turned him into a, a black lab i mean the most the best part about it like that i'm just so happy about is that we get to do it all using Facebook. I mean, sorry, not Facebook. No, Meta. Meta. Yeah, okay, meta. So, right. meta. Let's, let's 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 get real here. Facebook is now Meta. Um, that was a thing. Yeah, it's like okay. Also, fucking as like someone who writes about Facebook, the most fucking annoying shit ever. Because now you have to just like make Meta everything and just like keep giving all these like yeah you have to sort like, of, constantly like, like dive in and r- remind and right. explain that like oh uh by which i mean yeah that's annoying and by another, which it means dude, nothing like dude another assault on the freedom of the press another assault on a brave <laughs> journalist <laughs> this will this will not stand mr zuckerberg but yeah i mean basically for those who don't fucking give a shit about like fucking following all this stuff Which um the company hopefully everyone. hopefully everyone the company that like fucking um all your parents are probably on and that is fucking like fomenting dissent all across the world but that also owns instagram and whatsapp all that facebook they are now having like the their whole company's name is meta and now facebook is still facebook the app but it exists within Meta, so yes. it's like inst- what Instagram was to Facebook. Now Facebook is to Meta, and so is all the other shit to Meta. Yeah, right. That's good. I mean, okay, this is why I was like, okay, this seemed like not in- not significant to me because like this is exactly what Google did a couple years ago, where they just like kicked up um, sort of like ultimate responsibility to their par- up a new parent company that they called Alphabet, right? And then everything else just sort of operated as a subsidiary within its own like sort of specific remit. So Google search engine, but then there's also like YouTube, YouTube there's fucking Waymo, DeepMind, all the shit. So which is like that just seems like a bit of like run of the mill corporate restructuring. Um, but clearly this is I guess this is also a little different because they're trying to make it. I mean, what's yeah? What what's well? What, what what's happening to me? I mean, there is definitely a I bit of that weird, like Mac. alphabet what's thing. To me? 
there's an outfit thing going on but the fact that they're like like they are like this thing called the metaverse right like whatever the fuck it is it's like they're trying to be like the the company that's like the one to like do it and do it the best and like do make it come to like fruition and then they're changing the name to sort of like kind of signal that which is that everything is going to be like part of that whole which is like the metaverse which is still really unclear i like for i feel like anyone who's been reading about this has had the spiel but for what it is it's like it was a sci-fi term coined like in like some books in like the 90s and late 80s that was basically like kind of like what the matrix is or like it's just like a place where you live like your digital life Dude, or it's like, like what was sims the, and shit like right what was the it was it's like literally like this literally was a thing 10 years ago with the ps3 what was that called remember it was like ps3 social life or whatever uh, i don't know you remember what i'm talking about i don't know hold on quick intermission while i while i google this yeah there was like a um PlayStation had this whole sort of, uh, maybe it's called, I think it was maybe called PlayStation Home. Okay. Where, like, basically you could, like, tool around in, like, a giant office building as, like, an avatar and, like, basically have, like, LinkedIn style interactions with random other people on PlayStation. Interesting. Who would presumably, like, I guess, not call you the N word. Um, even though, like, I don't know that that seemed to be the caliber of conversation that goes down on gaming platforms, certainly in 2010. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So we're talking about Facebook meta. Like we just watched that. We watched some of the, that Mark Zucks, like absolutely like just like grindingly tedious, um, um, like intro video where he's sort of zip zopping around through uh various um you know worlds like a sort of uh you know uh i don't know um sort of like demented doc brown um from back to the future but basically the premises of like hey you can go and like put on a headset and you can be in a meeting at work right. except you're a robot um right. and yeah isn't that cool i'm like it seems like a bit of a not that cool to well i think that i mean to go just like we like there's like the co- general concept of the metaverse where it's different and i think like to give facebook credit for what they're trying to explain to be the most judicious is like we've explained before how like they're really invested in like vr headsets right for gaming and other shit they're also working on like like those ar glasses that the ray-bans that we talked about are like right. a precursor I'm to sure they are. and they're also um, so they're really big in the hardware scene like that, but they're also like still the largest social media platform and they're where people go to like live a lot of their like digital communication. Now what they're trying to do that, like say as an example, like Fortnite, right? A lot of people use that kind of like as a metaverse of sorts. Cause it's where teens just go to hang out. Right. But mm. it's not like that's, that's where they go to see Martin Luther King speeches. Yeah. You know, there was guy. like fucking, um, Drake had a huge concert there during during well, the, Travis Scott did the thing. Right. I remember. Did Drake um, do too? He did one like like years ago. That's not but, surprising. Um but the point is is that like there's stuff Freddy like that. Never. What Facebook wants to do is like bring it all together where it's like, you have that community aspect and like the social platform, but then they have the glasses and the headsets to where like you can actually 
be there right so it's like you're and like as we've discussed before the more far off stuff like they're building like neural implants right that like connect to your brain and give you a sense of touch and shit that would like connect with the glasses so that like yeah, you could theoretically. theoretically like feel like you're in the spot that's you the, can like feel the the pen that you're twirling between your figures fingers at a fucking meeting for three hours when you're just like man this is i really feel like i'm in a meeting right, right. now this is incredible <laughs> yeah. um and i have a, a a two pound headset on my face and a, and a chip in my brain yeah well ideally supposedly like if if it gets to the point you wouldn't have a two pound headset it would just be like you're connected like through some like brain interface to like the skynet shit but which again is, is like i mean i yeah i guess like my broader like the broader critique here is just that like i mean it seems like the end of like you know it seems like a sort of like a like the sort of end of a frontier it to me like it's sort of like a like a vanishing horizon because it's just like they're saying like we're reinventing ourselves like this is the new facebook like this is the new frontier and it's like you can literally just like be in a meeting in vr yeah it's like at your job it's like it's a zoom call except you're a little emoji guy instead it's like then it's like the level of like there's no imagination at play really it's just like we're consolidating already existing technology under our ip and it will allow you to go to work better. Yeah. I mean, I think they ideally want it to be not just for work, but you're right. The right, general idea or, is or right. Or you can like, play cards with your friends. I think that, like, that, or that, you could have them to your fucking house. What do you got? What do you yeah. know that I don't know? I think that, like, if the, if the, <laughs> I can't have my friends over to play right. cards anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think the idea, like, and I will go to the critiques of it, but the idea is that it's like all of your life would just like be on the internet instead of like, like you would oh, well, internet cool. and everything would just be like intertwined. Um, but like to yeah, what you're I mean, saying, that is no, that is clearly like the, the, the thrust, right? Because then like, if you're just like only on like saying, saying attention, that's like time is a money or time's attention. Then like, if you're just like all your time is literally just your life is on Facebook, then that's, they can just monetize it. But to what you were saying, it's true that like they specifically said and you're telling me you have a critique of that <laughs> <laughs> that no, just sounds dope that's great <laughs> but um but no they were just like they they specifically don't have any really specific things right because i think like there's specifically many specifically non-specific specifically not specific but there's many critiques but like and we can go through a couple of them but like one is that this is like something that sounds like high tech it sounds like something that's like um is an excuse to like spend a shitload of money and get a bunch of like investor money into them to like you know kind of like create something because right now facebook is like i wrote about this a while ago but like they're obviously a super successful company they're like one of the most valuable companies in the world but their core bread and butter that they've been making money off of which is like social media and like ads off of it ads they're having like two really big problems which is like people don't go on facebook anymore one people are yeah young people aren't going on facebook and they're not going on like any of the other apps really um and they're not retaining them um which is you know you doesn't take a rocket scientist to see how that's not good in a couple of years but then two also like the typical way that they made like money off of like ads is like becoming more difficult because of like there's a lot more like 
um, anti, for lack of a better term, like anti ad shit going into like phones and computers and devices like that, that make it harder for, for Facebook to track you. Yeah. And specifically like Apple, like all the iPhones now, like they, they like, you have to opt in to being tracked, which is like, that's how Facebook makes all their money. Yeah. <laughs> fucking lame but so like it just happens to be that like it, you would be you'd be like if you're saying like oh facebook's about to be in a disaster you'd be like what are you talking about they're like the most valuable company in the world they like run the world but if you look like it, 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 they're in a situation where like pretty quickly if shit isn't fixed they could be in a really collapse, bad situation yeah it can go from it's like a bit the of a house best, of cards maybe yeah. you can might say yeah, house of digital VR cards. <laughs> it's almost like if you have a trillion dollar company that's where you don't actually make anything, then like it's easy right. for it. To- <laughs> Let's. It would be very cool to, and I'm sure people who are much smarter and have thought about this much harder than us, or at least me, to meditate on that just fact of life, which right. is that like. The, one of the most valuable companies in the world just literally does not create anything. It's true. It's just like a medium through which like people's interactions are mediated and distorted. I don't know. Like I wish I was smarter. I feel like I would have something to say about that. But it's it's it, it is genuinely pretty unique. I, I I would or at least historically speaking, maybe not these days, but yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like I mean the thing is they do like. I guess this is like it's the point of the name change to a bit too is that like they do make some shit right which is like they make those headsets and they make like some other like things that like are if it was right. not if it was a, Oculus it was like their yeah. their former hardware partner or whatever right. subsidiary was Oculus but now it's just Meta yeah now it's Meta but like but the thing is like if you just had if if Oculus and all that wasn't part of Facebook it itself would be like a very successful tech company that makes a bunch of shit yeah but they're just like one very small part of the bigger facebook thing which like just milks the social media money but i think now like if you believe what they're saying it's like they want to like and also people like those things like they're not really like you don't have the same as we'll get to in a second like fucking literally week after week testimonies in front of congress about the oculus headsets like they do about facebook's social shit right and so Mm -hmm. the 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 public sentiment like fucking antitrust like regulation going into like facebook facebook is like at an all-time high and meanwhile like you know they have this other thing that people kind of like and it's like you can get a bunch of money to like invest in like headsets and like fucking metaverse whatever it's like really broad and like future facing and so you can get a bunch of money into it and so like for them i guess it like just like why not switch now while you can and just like try to avoid all the pitfalls of being associated with like a brand that's like inher- like overwhelmingly hated you yeah, know yeah they're basically like, like they're basically like crop dusting like they they did a big fat fart and now they're just like if we walk away quickly enough and do something else like the fart will be last year's news and like will everyone will 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 have done something else um that's that's more enticing i mean i i i again though i just don't i don't see how well you know you know clearly there's like a lot of fucking obsequiousness within our 
Congress and within our in, within the government to Silicon Valley, and they 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 do scrape and bow because they're such an important driver of, of the American economy um, at present. But I don't I, I I don't exactly know how like I don't envision them being able to be like, hey, we're just going to monopolize like time and space in its entirety as a concept, and uh, it will be great, and you can be a robot. And you can play shuffleboard with your friend who's uh, a monkey. And it's like, I don't think, I don't see that like coming into fruition without like significant um, opposition, um, even privately or publicly, like either through the government or from other companies who are like, you know, clearly not going to allow that state of affairs to, to obtain. Um, which is all like one thing or another. I mean, this is sort of like horse race politics for like how Facebook itself will do. But like right. to me, I'm I'm just sort of interested in like how have we gotten here in general? Right. Like, and I do think it's like to me like in in a sort of like political or like m- almost you know a meta political sense. Hey. hey, like I think this is a function of of how much like actually changing. I mean, like you know, it's it's a little on the nose, but like changing people's physical material conditions for the better has basically been tabled as like a a potential project and like what's what's up next instead it's like is like well look how much fun you can have when you're online it's like it's like very much like the meme of like you know you want mcdonald's we have mcdonald's at home it's like and mcdonald's at home is like you know a fucking like uh you know like a greasy ass soy burger or whatever and it's like it's not quite the same thing um and and i think there's something to be said for that like and and also you know if i were to to facebook before was like never like trying to like make life better for people no they never were they never ever were but the fact that like if they're allowed to go ahead with this that will signal like the defeat in my mind, of, like, an actual material politics that is, like, not based in fucking Goo Goo Gaga land where you can, like, I'm, like, you know, in a Zoom call with Mark Zuckerberg and he's Grimace from the fucking, and I'm the Hamburglar, and he's telling me that I'm fired, and I'm, like, uh, am I dying? Am I, what's happening? I'm, I'm having a stroke. Like, I don't know what's under, I don't know what's going on. Whereas, like, I think there's something to be said for an alternative where you know instead of retreating from like physical literal reality we like you know charge back in and 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 try to make it good and and nice um such that you might want to actually go to a real meeting with your coworkers or like do something in real life rather than live this fucked up mediated world um uh, under the fucking vice royalty of mark zuckerberg i mean like clearly this is like it's like it's a pretty like pat concern at this point like oh mark zuckerberg is bad it's true but um i do think there's just like a, a, a the fact that like the frontier of imagination is just like being in an online lobby right you have facebook is like the coolest thing we can think of is like depressing <laughs> and bad and i think that's not and I think there are better options out there, I would say. Yeah, I think, I mean, this, it, it goes to the point of, like, I think 
there's been no shortage of like the last couple weeks just like a ton of memes being like just how like stupid all this is but i think the point is is that like but it's real right and it's like uh, the people have said that to take it seriously is that like even if you don't think it's serious or like you don't think it's interesting they do and they have like trillions of dollars they can spend on it right and so it's like even if you think it's dumb Like the thing is, is that like if you're not all the way to the bank, right? And if you're not actively, we've seen it with everything, with like all the features out stuff, right? If you're not actively opposing something, then like that's enough for it to just happen. Look at Tesla. Look at like fucking these like driverless cars around the road that kill people. Look at fucking like all these other things. It's like yeah, it's all dumb, um, and like not worth your time until like they just do it anyway, and then it becomes the norm because like no one fucking said anything about it, right? And it's like, especially when it's a company that has this much money that like, even imagine they, they're already doing this this year. They said they spent $10 billion on this shit. Like that's a crazy amount of money for a fucking single company, you know, to just like say, fuck it, we're taking a shot in the dark on this stuff. And like, no one cares. No one's like, no one gives a shit. Like, like, you know, you would like to think like in a just society, like you would not as a private company be able to announce that you were doing spending 10 billion on something as fanciful as like you can go to a, an all hands meeting at your marketing job as like a, a sewer surfer shark where people are like literally dying from all types of maladies well, and poor. I you think, know what I mean? But it's just like, yeah, I think the thi- one thing like though is that, that like that whole drum, but it's like, it's right, true. Like but, how, it's like kind of fucked up. But I think, I mean, I, it's like, yeah, the, I, I feel like it's kind of on purpose though that like in that video so, which you guys yeah, didn't right, see yeah, right. where it's like they're doing like the you know stupid fucking characters and stuff and like you know you're like fucking um the hamburglar or whatever like on the zoom call that's not actually what they want though you know that's like that's something that's like oh it's funny what they want no, what they're looking for is like the shit that fucking plugs into your brain what they want is a shit that's like the hand tracking like fucking shit that's like you're always on and like they don't really want the like funny like happy shit like they want the other stuff but that's well, not sure they do that's not what you want to see though I mean, they want the right. happy shit too because like and i do think like at the end of the day like i think mark zuckerberg in his deep mind is like not like he's not like i just saw dune by the way which is dope yeah great i saw film. it too yeah you did see it yeah it's i did you like it yeah i liked it i really liked it he like Zuckerberg is not like a Baron Harkonnen figure like he's not like pure evil like I think in his mind like he does see a world where like people are dressed up as like um you know Teletubbies getting fired yeah and, like in a way that's better for them I disagree I think it's more I think he's more sinister I like the thing he is sinister the thing where cynical, it's like the- but I think he in on some level he believes in he's is he does you know he's high on his own supply to some degree um what's his like okay but not to get so into the 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 psych armchair psychology of mark zuckerberg but like for some people like elon musk for example like i can see that like he's high in his own supply and a couple other people too but like what's zuckerberg's thing like what's the thing that he's like doing it all for right power like self-aggrandizement well that's what i think but like that's different than like buying into like this the story of like whatever he is he's selling like he's not selling power he's selling no, like it's his own power and what he's selling is is a means to an end the end being his own power and self-aggrandizement but i do think that like 
be working within the framework that he does of like sort of liberal progressive you know like sort of like 20 or early 20th century like progressivism like is he like even like no i think he does believe in that like i think he does like he came up in that whole thing of like making the world better and rationalizing it's very like enlightenment shit and i do think that like deep in his heart of hearts like he has to think that he is in some way making it better like i don't think he's just like retreating to his cavern every night and being like ah, cackling like about like ah, yeah evil you know it's like i think he really thinks like oh no this is good even though it's like completely twisted and like you know demonstrably untrue like i think in his brain he's like i am actually doing my fellow man a benefit by like making them you know live in the like spend zuck bucks on right. their fake jobs and like yada 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 like i think he yeah. really has to believe that see if i feel like it's like if he believes that there's two things there's one he doesn't believe it and he is in the lair with the the hairless cat like doing the thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. or he does believe it which then like if he does he's i think he's like fucking really autistic because like if you look at like well, the he way is, he responds to delusion. so much shit it's delusion like delusion is has n- knows no bounds man <laughs> it's just I like, mean, like like so clearly and i mean and then we, we, this is a segue to talk a little bit about this and then we can end but in the last couple of weeks like there's been so much um there's a bunch, been a bunch of leaks at facebook right um where people have released all these documents showing like a bunch of internal shit at the company and like Rather than do what, like, most trillion-dollar companies do, which is, like, damage control, it's just, like, apologize, move on, like, do the type of shit, they've been, like, specifically Mark yeah. himself. Have, have a just couple been, people assassinated, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. But they've just been, like, taking it couple so... Couple people in oil drums. Right. And just sorry, <laughs> and everything's fine. No, but they've been, like, just so aggressive and, like, fucking, like, you know, like, fucking... That's what that lady taking it seriously. leaks. Yeah, Frances Hogan. Hogan. I think yeah. we mentioned it a what's bit before. What's the deal with her? Is she... What's what's up with her? Is she so, she... Um, I think last time we spoke, she had just done, um, like, a testimony in front of Congress um, talking about several of the documents which have been well-reported, but now... Um, there was a bunch more that like she kind of had her hands on that um, when she left Facebook and um, basically a big consortium of like news mm. publications um, are like have been given access to them. But like it's kind of weird because like her and her legal team are like um, kind of giving it out like in like doses. So, like Parcels, every week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically it's like I don't know there's it, it's. There's a ton of stories, like a lot of them. We were talking about this off offline a while ago, but there's no like big breakthrough story. It's mostly just like a lot of the shit that everyone kind of knew about Facebook being creepy and bad, and like these things that like, you just felt. It's a lot of documents like giving actual data supporting right. that like, shit. Like for instance, like the fact that they knew that like their subsidiary Instagram was like causing like genuine like a substantial amount of like teen suicides. And they were just like, well, okay. Right. Whatever. Yeah. And it, <laughs> like it's like shit like that is like, they right. were just like, nah, whatever. Yeah. And like, like other stuff. As an example. Like, yeah. And other stuff, like, for example, they like, this was a kind of, this isn't even like necessarily, I don't know if it's bad. It's just like interesting, I guess. They had like, um, if you remember like the Christchurch yeah, shooting, shooting a couple yeah. years ago, um, horrible. it was a horrible situation. But the dude, 
who did it um he filmed it all like in a head head yeah, cam like live so it looked it. like um you know like you're playing call of duty or some shit it really fucked up yeah um but you know it was a whole thing because like that was pretty quickly after facebook live came out and like they couldn't get the f- video off because people kept making copies and copies and copies and it was because like facebook notoriously uses ai to like filter a lot of its like most fucked up shit or pretty much everything but it didn't have like any good way of filtering first person shooting videos that were real because it just had never seen it much before so like to combat it (laughs) they hooked up with like a bunch of militaries across the world and police agencies uh, and got raw footage from them of like for, like helmet cams of people like, like in war show and shit. Us videos of you like busting into a room and slaughtering <laughs> yeah, people, so we can ex- know what it looks it's like. Literally, what it was. That's um, chilling as fuck. Literally, yeah, what it was. Pretty horrible. But they, the reason they did it was, and they because, were like, "Oh yeah, of course, we have tons of those videos." Well, I mean, that's because so it was to feed their AI. So and it worked because now they reduce the amount of time to detect those things. But it's kind of like the Adelphi AI. It's like that, but just for people getting their brains blown out in first person. <laughs> Um, yeah it's fucked up yeah but but anyway it's like a lot of things like that like we you know we would take an hour to go through all the lists of them but the point is that like it has reconfirmed all of the like worst things that people thought about facebook and like you know has given like all these politicians like more reason to just like yell yeah one, one thing one thing that's like always good now and like un you know, will always win you points if you're a politician. Either side of the aisle is just like shitting on Facebook. <laughs> so <laughs> we're doing it's that. It's true, and like you know, but the larger thing is also that like you know, America is like pretty anemic fucking economy. Other than just like buying shit from China to consume, is like what do we have other than Facebook at this point, or Silicon Valley broadly speaking? Like we don't. So I think a lot of these places, like, they want to strike a fine line, or rather a lot of these politicians want to strike, want to walk this fine line between, you know, talking smack on Facebook and and seeming like they're the public advocate, but also, like, you know, absolutely courting and just, like, you know, flaring their fucking baboon asses to any silicon valley interest because that's like pretty much the only like live wire that the united states has going in terms of like our our own economy at this point yeah. other than like media and hollywood it's like silicon valley yeah for sure i mean it's definitely i think there's like i think yeah i mean we've talked about it before but i think there is like a legit um something happening on that front i mean i think there's like there's efforts to like regulate them in ways that also like would make them still be big businesses, right? Like when it comes to like regulating the type of like content they do and shit. I mean, that's a big, it's been a big piece of debate of late, but you're right that like, they're not going to just like make them not exist. That would be stupid. No, and like, not, not the point. Yeah, but no one wants that. Um, except me. <laughs> um, but no one, no one cares what I think. Damn it. You would, you would find this so funny. Fucking, um, I, th- I <laughs> the, the, um, not that not that we're fucking it's like you said horse race but it's just funny that fucking tesla the 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 mouse pad um cars just got like a trillion dollar <laughs> trillion dollar valuation which is yeah, like oh my god dude we're I, heading for I a saw goddamn that. cliff they man. make like a hundred thousand cars like at most and I they know. have like 
dude, and they I have a trillion dollar yeah. valuation. I mean, I'm, not, I'm literally just saying, Ford doesn't even have a trillion dollar valuation. Like, I know, the fuck? it's insane. They <laughs> like, don't make any cars. It's just like you, we're. It's the literally their valuation. Collective is head is Elon's so far tweets. up our ass. It's so up our asses. It's demented. Buy gold, people. Invest in like water futures. Not actually, but maybe. But yeah, yeah, that's absolutely insane. And also, this is at the same time that like they just faced like a twelve thousand twelve thousand vehicle recall yeah, for true. Like, faulty batteries. It's just like cannot be better timing. Well, that's yeah, that's a whole fucking. Oh well, it's funny. I mean, not to linger on so much, but like part of the thing which I thought was so funny was this was last week. That valuation it came like two days, I think, right after. Um, Hertz, the car rental company, they right. announced or someone announced that they were making a deal with Tesla that they were going to buy a hundred thousand Teslas to be, um, you know, rental cars, which was big. Like that's a lot for them. That's a lot. Um, and I think it was a big part of why that valuation happened. And then like a couple days ago, Musk put out a tweet like in response to someone where he was saying, "FYI, like there's not actually a contract." Like right. we have, oh. we haven't actually done it. It's like totally <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Carnival barking. Right. It's like a, there's like a, it's just like an idea. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm just like I don't really know anything, but like mark my words, like we're just like we are in like this is 2006 vis-a-vis 2000 2008. Hundred percent. Like you know, like these massive bubbles. Like oh, this company that makes basically nothing other than speculation on the premises of its fucking founders tweets is worth a trillion dollars yeah no i i don't i don't know i don't know anything about economics but like it definitely there's just fucking kayfabe or fugazi whatever you want to say going on it's all a bunch of bullshit your pick your term um that's interesting maybe we can talk about we'll talk about maybe we we can check in it probably time we're probably due for a tesla check-in yeah i felt tesla check-in feels like an actual medical thing like um yeah that's like um in a couple years from now where you're like you go to the doctor and they're like well have you had your tesla check-in <laughs> and you're like well no listen i'm very sick like please i just need to see the doctor they're like well listen i understand but you need to do your tesla check-in before anyone can see you and then you have to go to like a tesla dealership and like uh participate in a vr game get all of elon Musk, recite all of elon Musk tweets yeah exactly show that you can um that you can eject yourself from a from a model y if it, it spontaneously combusts into flames um because that's just like that's every american's duty to fight the evil chinese um mark my words we'll see um in the meantime mac i suppose we'll we'll sign off and, and we'll and we'll touch base uh we'll touch base soon yeah people get your headsets get your um you know, get your Facebook Horizon account set up. We're right. going to the metaverse. We're going to be there. We, you know, get your gallon, your water gallons worth because you can drink them and then you can pee into them so you don't have to get up. So you can just stay in the metaverse 24 uh, seven. My, my head immediately goes to the famous fucking um, South Park episode where fucking Cartman's Cartman, downstairs. Yeah. He's just like, mom, more pop tarts. He's more just, like, pop shitting tarts, dude. more toilet, more pop tarts. <laughs> That's the that's the future, baby. Um, I can't wait. I'm counting down the the, the days. Honestly, <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be dope. Um, all right, listener, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thanks, Dalton Core. 
Thank you, Dalton Core. For the terrific music, as always, check them out on Espresso Tempo. Um, and like and, and subscribe, like everyone. And subscribe, please, give please us a five-star rating on Apple Music, on Spotify, all the rest. Tell and your we'll friends. See you guys uh, relatively soon. Alrighty. Ciao.